One hasn't won since the 90s. The other still looking for its first legitimate title. The Braves, the Astros, it's the World Series. All eyes are on the great American pastime baseball. I know that I'll be watching. The Houston Astros have made it back to the World Series just four years after they won a controversial season. They'd been found to be cheating, many saying the title should be taken away, most everyone acknowledging that the title was illegitimate. The Atlanta Braves are back for the first time since 1999, looking for their first title since 95. Baseball as a way of bringing fans together, helping us slow down and appreciate an old game. This year is no different. Slowing down is important. Taking stock of your surroundings. Remembering that the Lord loves you and cares for you. Whether you like baseball or not, the Lord can be found in the quiet solidarity of faith. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a series this week called Come Unto Me. Church means a lot of different things to different people, especially these days. I think most people picture a building when the word is brought up. Over the last couple of years, that idea was challenged when churches had to meet outside or online as COVID spread around the world. But a church is not a building, but rather the followers of Jesus who gather to worship the Lord. And the good news is that Jesus is still calling his people today to assemble, to worship, and to find their rest for weary souls. Are we listening In a few moments, we're going to turn to Mark chapter 6 and a precious moment that shows how much our Savior cares for his followers. And speaking of Jesus, for the last couple of weeks on the program, I've been telling you about the TV series called The Chosen. It was created by Dallas Jenkins as a way to help us better understand those who were called by Christ to follow him. And it's been a huge hit all around the world with millions watching. I asked Dallas if he expected the show to be as popular as it has become. So the fact that the show has um, gotten to be as successful as it's gotten and and has reached so many people, uh, on one hand, I didn't expect that. But on the other hand, I did not expect it. I mean, I've gotten Hmm. used to the fact that God can do anything at this point. It's not my job to feed the 5,000. It's only to provide the loaves and fish. So I don't worry about um, how many how many uh, people are, are watching or not? However, I will say that the biggest surprise has been the the lack of age b- restrictions on who loves the show. I didn't mm-hmm. expect kids to like it because it's a as you've seen it's a there's there's mm-hmm. complicated plot lines and when you watch especially like episode one, I think some of your listeners may think, well, wait a minute, I thought this was a Jesus show. Where's Jesus? He doesn't even show up until the end of episode one. I mean, there's complicated plot lines and, and it's like a real show. It's not just like, here's a reenactment of, a, of some Bible verses. Um, it's, it's, it's a real show. So I didn't expect kids to love it, um, even though it's, it's not, you know, uh, inappropriate or anything. But we've heard from parents of five-year-olds whose kids want to watch it every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard from parents of special needs children or special needs adults even, some severe, who just love the show. And I didn't expect that, but it's, it's proven to me that when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to the stories of the gospels, 
uh, God will remove the scales from people's eyes and he will remove those barriers and those hurdles. And uh, hearing people say that, that they just feel like the scriptures are coming alive, uh, including teenagers and, and even young, young children, mm-hmm. that's probably been the biggest surprise for me. I'm thankful for the creative but Christ-centered work that Dallas Jenkins is doing with his TV show called The Chosen. Later on, we'll hear an excerpt from this TV series. And after that, I want to give you an opportunity to get both seasons one and two of The Chosen for your minimum gift to support Haven today. I know as you watch this epic yet faithful to the Bible series, you'll gain a better understanding about those who Christ called and how he is still calling people like you and me to himself. So call us after the program. And the number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can visit our website, watch some of the clips from the show, and listen to our full-length interview with Dallas Jenkins. And then make your gift and ask for Seasons 1 and 2 of The Chosen. If you already have Season 1, send us a generous gift for just the new Season 2. And you can get that on our website if you'd like at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now, let's open the program with Down Here at a song called Rest. This each new day seems harder than the last one.
Fitting in with what we're talking about on the program this week, a group called Down Here and Rest here on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. Coming to me is what we're calling our program series. Ever been caught falling asleep in church? Well, I did as a child. None of us wants to admit it, but it does happen. Of course, that's never our goal when we go to church, but the idea of sleep and church have more in common than we might think. No, I'm not saying that a church service should be your nap time, but I do think we should consider church to be a place of rest and a time of rest. We're in this series, Come Unto Me, and we're looking at the truth that Jesus wants to give us rest for a weary soul. I think it's important to tune our hearts to what Jesus has to say about resting in Him. I wonder if you've ever thought about church as a place to rest. I hope you have. It's where the saints come marching in. It's where we fellowship together and we hear from the Lord. It's where we are reminded that we are his people. And Jesus gives us a glimpse of its importance in a unique way in Mark 6. Let me give you some context for the passage I want to share. Jesus had just sent the apostles on their first assignment. He gave them the authority to proclaim God's word and to perform miracles that Jesus himself had performed. They were hard at work. They traveled from village to village, casting out demons, healing the sick. Let's go to Mark 6, starting at verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. And because so many people were coming and going, that they didn't even have a chance to eat. He said to them, Come with me by yourselves. Come to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw the large crowd, he had compassion on them, because these were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. That's from Mark 6, a little passage telling us so much about our Savior. We see his love and concern for the apostles. These were his laborers, and the work was demanding. Did you hear what Mark mentioned in verse 31? He said, Because so many people were coming and going, they did not even have a chance to eat. Ever found yourself? So driven to accomplish a task that you worked right through and missed a meal, or more than one meal? That's similar to what was happening here. We know from all the Gospels that Jesus' teaching and healing ministry attracted crowds who wouldn't want to see this new rabbi and his followers in action. But of course, that means that the work is demanding, and the hours were long. So he said to his workers, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place, and get some rest. Even though Jesus said this to his apostles 2,000 years back, I want you to know that he's saying it to you today as well. It may not seem like it at first, but Jesus is inviting you to church. I want to take these moments to focus on Jesus' simple but profound words. First, he said, Come with me by yourselves. These are the early days the New Testament church. 
Christ's followers have just been sent out among those who do not yet know the Lord. And when their work is done, Jesus essentially tells them to separate themselves from the rest of the world for a time. Remember, he said, come with me by yourselves. He has a blessing to give to his own people. That's not much different than our own situation now, every week. We all have callings outside the church. During normal seasons of life, we work in schools, offices, construction sites, public buildings. We're out there in the world, among unbelievers. And we need to be salt and light with our neighbors. But at the end of the day, and the end of the week, the King of Glory summons us out of the world. He calls us for a time to lay aside our ordinary callings and to come by ourselves to Him. Whatever your church situation during these strange times, find a way to hear His calling. Lay down your everyday tasks and get together with God's people. Jesus doesn't just leave it at that. He tells us where to go. He says, come with me to a quiet place. This interesting phrase is probably better translated as deserted place. Most likely, Jesus had in mind a location that was empty and away from the crowds. But in Scripture, a deserted place had much more significance than that. It's a picture that takes us back to the wilderness generation in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. It was There that the Israelites were assembled as God's people on their way to the promised land. The wilderness became a symbol for difficulty, for testing, but it wouldn't remain that way forever. The prophet Isaiah saw a day coming when the desert would be transformed. Here's what he told us in Isaiah 43, For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. That's what the Messiah came to do. He came to make the place of difficulty into a place of abundance. In his earthly ministry, Jesus began this work. At the beginning of Mark's gospel, we learn that Jesus got up early in the morning. He found a, here it is again, a deserted place. The same phrase used in our passage in Mark 6. And there in the quiet, Jesus prayed. In the wilderness, he was turning the place of testing into a place of resting. And that's why it's so significant that Jesus wanted to bring his followers there with him. And that's what he does every week to you and me. His invitation is to come to the wilderness that has been transformed, away from this world and its cares. Not so to act like the world and its problems don't matter or don't exist, but so that we can offer them to the Lord, who alone can make all things new. That brings me to the last thing I want to point out in the words of Jesus. He tells us specifically to come to him and get some rest. Like a gentle parent telling his children it's time for their nap. Jesus invites the apostles to come to him in his quiet place. Lie down even. Get some rest. You know, it can feel sometimes like this is only something we'll experience in days to come. And it's true, we will experience it fully only in the new creation, but that new creation has also begun, and we experience it in the Lord's church. We aren't perfect, that is for sure, but Christ's Spirit is powerful to transform us. We may have controversies and hardship in churches today, but Jesus is still the King, 
and one day every conflict will be settled. If church has been a burden to you or has become one to you in the days of COVID, I want to challenge you to reimagine it as significant, vital, as a place of rest. It's important to remember in this passage that Jesus and the apostles never actually got what they were hoping for. By the time they reached that deserted place, the crowds had beat them to it, and they were hungry for more teaching. But Jesus was there, and rest is found in him even when we can't seem to get enough rest ourselves. It's only in him that we can have the strength to serve those who still don't know him and need him desperately. How are we best equipped to do that? By sticking with the church of Jesus Christ, opening our hearts to his word, worshiping with his people. That's the place of rest until he comes again. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Be still, my soul. The Lord is on thy side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change, he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend. Through thorny Leads to a joyful end Be still my soul Thy God doth undertake To guide the future As he has the past Thy hope, thy confidence Let nothing change
You are the Lamb of God, yes? I am. Depart from me. I am a sinful man. You don't know who I am and the things I've done. Don't be afraid, Simon. I'm sorry. We, we've waited for you for so long. We believe. But my faith, how sorry. Lift up your head, fisherman. Anything you ask, I will do. Follow me. I will. This is Haven Today in a program called Come Into Me, and we just heard Be Still My Soul with Carrie Jobes. And the excerpt you were listening to is from the chosen TV show where Jesus calls Peter to follow him. It is powerful to listen to, but you have to see the moment before the calling when Peter and Andrew's nets were full of fish as Jesus performed a miracle to get Peter's attention. And this is what I like about The Chosen. It uses the true biblical narrative, and while filling in some of the backstory with some biblical speculation about how people like Peter were living before and how they met Jesus, I want to send you Seasons 1 and 2 of The Chosen for your minimum gift to Haven Today. If you already have Season 1, just ask for Season 2. But make as generous gift as you can, and we'll get everything to you by DVD, lickety-split. And like I've been saying, I know this series will encourage you for a closer walk with your Lord. And it's also a great way to talk about your Lord with those who don't know Him, or even show some curiosity about Him. All you have to do is call us, and you can call us right now. We answer the phone 24-7. And our number to call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or watch some of The Chosen from the just-released Season 2 on our website. Take a little time if you're interested and intrigued, and watch the video interview we did with Dallas Jenkins on one of The Chosen sets. Make your gift, and you'll find us on the Internet at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Now, until we meet again tomorrow, at this same time, at this same place, thanks for joining me. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Peace, quiet, alone with God, for me it usually happens first thing in the morning. But I confess it doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes it's not always peaceful. I get a text message. Or maybe the dog wakes me up early. Or my mind is just wandering. 101 things distracting you away from that time with Jesus. Can you relate? I think every Christian who makes it a priority to carve out daily time in God's Word has to fight for it. Proverbs 1.5 says, Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. We need that every day. 
So don't believe the lie that you don't need to spend time with God in prayer and in His Word. Anchor Devotional can help you carve out that time. Try out the printed edition today at getanchor.com.